It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch, race fans. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white-knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Karting today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. Jacob Hopscheidt, driver of the 01. Is it J? It's 01. It's 01, but it's J if it needs to be because of some other 01 that decided to come in and race at your tracks. I suppose. Okay. Uh, And it's the Hooterville Hustler. Still, or, or would you like a new nickname? I think I'm the OG. I ain't little no more. I, I've, I've, I think I I've, I've earned the. Larry OG. Robinson said uh, during the World Wheels interviews earlier this year that he did never liked little little Larry Robinson, so he'd like to change. So we ended up changing it to Big Haas. Anthony's here tonight. Anthony, we got to get. He's not. He's he's getting his girlfriend here, and then he yeah, doesn't pay know. attention to us. <laughs> it, Jacob would like a new nickname. Yeah, he's, <laughs> we don't have to do it tonight, but he's ready for something. The little Hooterville Hustler, just, is it the Hooter, You want it to just be the Hooterville just, Hustler? Yeah, That's just, just way just, too long. Just the original, I think. Okay. He wants the OGH. All right, we got to shrink it to just the Hooterville Hustler. <laughs> I think he's past the little. I mean, NASCAR track championship, it's about time. Yeah. So, uh, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah? How are you? You all right? Yeah. All right. Having fun? Still a little hungry, but... Well, <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to go for the wing-eating contest tonight. I don't know. I, I ordered medium, but they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday nights are the all-you-can-eat wings. Really? Wait, you got medium and you're complaining about the Yeah, heat? they're hot. I, I'm not one for spicy food, and I got medium. And oh, well, I was over there sweating. The, we got to do the triple atomic sometime. Yeah, How much money that. do I have to raise to get you to do the triple atomic? Uh, it'd have to be over 100 <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> One step at a time. I just got to 14. I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm shooting for 20 next year, so I got, I got to get somebody that's going to do it for 20. All right. Actually, All I might right. retire there. Maybe. I might, I might. With some liquid encouragement, I might do it for 20. Well, we can make that happen. Yeah. At, listen, it's, there's a certain point when, I mean, it just hurts. So. How many do you have matter. to eat? Five. Just five? Yeah. I think I, I could probably handle that. All right, then. <laughs> Dirk sat next to me last year, and his internals hurt just watching me eat them. I had, to, I had to move. When he exhaled to talk, I was like, oh, my God. I screwed yeah. it over. It's, Were you messed up for like a week, a day? Three days. Oh. Three days. I'm, I'm not even trying to be graphic. I'm sorry if I am. And it started instantly. Three, yeah. <laughs> I, I could not get without 30 feet of a toilet because I didn't feel confident that I wasn't going to need to go right now. Oh, my. It just had that constant belly pain. It was... Yeah, I don't know about that. And I'm, excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch Jordan Grabowski suffer. He was standing over here with a gallon of milk. Yeah. I just... I drank a half a gallon of milk that night. Just keep on sipping on it. It was... And I'm... This year, I'm just going to bring a tub of cottage cheese. That helps? Yeah. Really? It's the, the milk breaks up the capsaicin oil. Water won't do anything. Really? Because oil and water. You know, just don't mix. Yeah. So the capsaicin's got a, some sort of bonding chemical in it that milk binds with, and then it pulls it off of your taste buds, which then stops the burn. For most things. For this, as soon as that milk washes away, the heat comes right back again. Hmm. And so you just keep sipping on water for about an hour, or milk for about an hour, and eventually it, it goes away enough. 
But anyways. And it burns from the, in, from the entry to the exit. Oh, my. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> oh, my. I always thought it was a, um, it was just a, one of those dumb jokes, but it really does burn coming back out. Yeah, when's Jordan doing this? I might want to come watch this. I think we're going to do it the, the week after uh, Halloween. So we get I, I, I'm on, I might want to come see He's, this. He said to me, uh, Saturday night of the Cornhusker, you know, he won the, the Dirt Crown, so he was up on Victory Lane. And I said, uh, we got to get together and do this wing challenge. And he goes, is it really that bad? And I said, man, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to freak you out, but you should have taken the out when I gave it to you a month and a half ago. Because mm-hmm. I told him when we were getting close to hitting the original $3,500 goal, I was like, I texted him. I was like, listen, this is your chance to back out of it. I'm going to let it go. We're not going to talk about it again. But if you want to do it, I'm going to go after it, and you're going to have to do it. I'm going to get that 10000 And he goes, I'm behind you 100%. That's awesome, dude. You gave him a warning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about you for a little bit. All right. Uh, Third championship? Yep. Third in a row. Third in a row. row. That's crazy, man. That's awesome. I mean, you came out of the sport mods. Hell, you came out of Little Sunset Speedway. I did. And did you ever think that you would be one of the most feared drivers at I-80 Speedway? That's what I've always wanted to be growing up. I mean, growing up and going to the races with my dad and just sitting up in the grandstands and watching drivers like Jesse sobbing. Yeah. I mean, it was just crazy. Yeah. Like the years he had in the sport mod, it was just nuts. And I always looked up to that guy and most of them guys out there. And I knew that's just what I always wanted to be. I wanted to be able to roll up to staging and have guys scared of me. Like, yeah. You know, but... uh you know, three in a row, that was, it's been pretty big for us. And just getting out and racing a little bit more just outside of I-80, like going into eastern Iowa, western Iowa, getting my butt kicked, just learning. And it's really helped me a lot the last couple of years. Winning one championship, a lot of guys have done that. A lot of drivers have won a championship. And not a lot of drivers have won two, better yet, back-to-back. Very few have won three yet in a row. I mean, it's, it's just stacking on top of how impressive of a run you've had over the last couple of years. Yeah, I don't, it got tough this year. Me and Ryan were just back and forth every yeah. week. I mean, it was just getting hectic. And finally, just leading up to the final night, I just, you know, whatever happens, happens. I, I'm over it. I know I got a heat race good because Joe does the whole Inver deal. And I said, if I heat race good, then we'll be all right. And I ended up running second in the heat race, which put me front row outside in the feature. And I knew we'd probably be all right with me starting on the front row. So, What's, Can you look at what you've done over the last couple of years? And is it the touring around? Is it the best equipment? Is it practice? What is it that, that has really excelled? To me, it's just getting out and doing more and just gaining the experience and racing with the best of the best like Tom Barry and Cody and I mean all of them guys over there and just getting out and doing most of that you pick up a lot and getting your butt kicked and winning a couple and you know just learning the experience and then you always come back to your home track and you just feel a little bit more confident and a little bit better do you feel like you have an advantage because uh, you've helped out around the racetrack with some of the maintenance and some of the weekly stuff I do. Yeah. I mean, not extremely, but, I mean, having laps around that place and just seeing every little thing around there, I mean, it, it definitely helped me a lot. 
I know you used to mow there quite a bit. Yeah, I used be... to mow. I mean, I'd, I'd stock pop. I'd do everything. <laughs> <laughs> did, well, yeah, you're related to the family, so yeah. you had to do anything and everything they'd ask you to do. Yeah. Uh, but did, did you ever turn a lapse and go, oh, crap, I missed the spot up there? <laughs> I have, yes, 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 I have. You're that relaxed where you're just like, yeah. man, I knew I forgot to go mow that area. I, I mean, I used to weed eat underneath them stands in the pits and everything, and then, like, I was going out there this year, and I'm like, man, they, they forgot to weed eat this week. Like, I'm still kind of critiquing a little bit, yeah. like, on the mowing, and I don't even do it anymore. <laughs> uh, you guys had your final race on on uh, on, on Saturday night at, at IAD Speedway. Uh you know, obviously, a lot of people have a connection with that place. You literally grew up there. I, I literally did. Yeah. I, I've been going out there since I was born, watching my dad, and then finally getting to strap into a go-kart when I was five at Little Sunset, and then progressing into a sport mod when I was 12, and I only got to race specials at I-80, and yeah, I, I've literally grown up there the last 20-some years. Had to be tough to watch that final checkered flag wave. It was. I mean, it really didn't hit me until the next day, but... Uh, Man, I do, I do hope somebody does buy it and keep it a racetrack. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, somebody's got to buy that place because it, it's too special. They've, and it, it, I think the thing that sucks for me, obviously, it's a lot of fans and a lot of memories have been built there. But for me to look at all the blood, sweat, and tears that have gone into building that place up to being one of the premier racetracks in the area. I mean, whenever you talk about Eagle, you always talk about I-82, that... We're so lucky to have two per- beautifully ran tracks, amazing facilities right in the same backyard of each other. Uh, but one of them is just, it, it, it might just go away. I, I, I mean, just turn into a parking lot. Yeah. I don't know. It, I mean, it does. It just sucks, to be honest. But, I mean, it's part of life. What do you do? Like, literally, yeah. I mean, going to Saturday, I mean, I felt like I was going to a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> I really did. Somebody... <laughs> Who was it that said that to me was, was that goes, oh, I think it was Kyle Trout said, kind of feels like we're at a funeral, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yes. Because like everybody wants to just say, hey, how you doing? And, and you don't want to be like, oh, I'm good, because that's the last time you're going to be at I-80 for a race. Like, right. You didn't really know what to say. You did, it, like, I was kind of numb most of the day. Yeah. I mean, it was just different. But, I mean, it, I'm, I'm glad it was a good night, and, I mean, it, it was good race, and the SMR feature was awesome, I yeah. thought. Do you remember uh, last year, we were sitting here about this same time discussing your track championship last year, and one of the things we talked about is how cool it would be to win the final one this year? Yes, I do, but that is cool and all, but I really do wish I'd have won that last race there. I, I was trying so hard, and I, was, I wasn't driving like my normal self that night either. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. You weren't driving like Bubba Wallace, were you? Uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up uh, finishing second in that race, but... Uh, in the final race on Saturday, right? Yeah. I'm kind of trying to think for the life of me. Who the heck won that race? Jake Neal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lighting That's car. right. Cause Let every lap. And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because that was yeah, I don't he, know what happened. I, out of. I looked at my race pass, and it had me starting, like, front row outside. And then we roll up to staging, and then I'm starting, like, fourth row in. He said so, the same oh thing. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I thought that we – and I, I haven't even published the video, but which by the time this airs, hopefully I will, but – uh, he goes, I thought we were starting like fourth row outside, but all of a sudden they, I'm on the pole and I'm like, well, I got to go get it. Yeah. And just went and got it. He ran a good race. I mean, all race long, I was driving so hard all night. And That's in the modified class. I love watching this, these guys race because at I-80 and Eagle 2, it's 
correct me if I'm wrong, you got to get everything you can on that opening lap. Yeah. I mean, Either just a, right the off start the of the race or the restart. Like, that's when it's, hey, Ryan, you and I have been good friends for a long time, but I might have to use you up to get a couple of spots. Yes. I mean, it, oh, I mean especially the last, like, two or three years, it's been really bad just because we're all so close and everybody's yeah. just right there. And, I mean, you, once somebody messes up on that opening line, you got to be ready to make a move. First person I noticed it on, and I, I said this quite a few times for a couple of years ago, was Bob Zobeck. Bob Zobeck drove like the guy in front of him just kicked his dog. <laughs> and then I started noticing that it's, it's kind of everybody drives like that on the, fir- on the opening laps. Uh, it, but that's what I kind of like about it. I mean, it causes for some hurt feelings every once in a while, but that makes for good racing. Yeah. And you guys really lo- lay it out there sometimes at I-80. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... Uh they chew our butts sometimes, like, uh, you can't win it on the first lap. I mean, really, at I-80, you really do. <laughs> you, you, you really yeah. do. If you can get yourself in a good position and get out front right away, then you're most of the time pretty good. Yeah. Running with Ryan Jenkins, I, I've talked about it a lot in the booth, and I keep telling myself you guys are friends, but some days it doesn't seem like it when you guys are on the racetrack. We raced each other hard. I mean, I, whatever I did to him, he did right back to me. I mean, it was equal. No hard feelings whatsoever between yeah. each other. And, I mean, all is good. We had a couple beers last Saturday and reminisced a little bit. It was yeah. awesome. You guys have never had an issue where you've had to sit down and have an extended conversation? Not that I can remember, no. Never have. I mean, talking to both of you guys, you're two very quiet, easygoing dudes. Yeah. But there's a lot of easygoing dudes in the pits that will throw haymakers as soon as you, you know, pull a dirty slide job. Yeah, I don't know. It takes me a little bit to get wild up. Or, yeah. But... Most of the time, I mean, I don't really have any problems with anybody. I like to get along with most of them guys. And, I mean, the modified class has been hurting for a little bit the last couple of years at I-80. And, I mean, I, I appreciate Justin Gregg and Dylan Sillman. I mean, most of them guys for sticking around, lighting. All them guys, they came every week, every mm-hmm. week, just supporting the class. I mean, I, you got to stay friends with them guys. I mean, you piss them off. You never know if they're going <laughs> to they, come back. They would come back. <laughs> yeah. You got anything, Dirk? No, I was just thinking what he said. Yeah, you got to stay friends with him because you don't know when you'll get to beat him again. <laughs> uh, but a hell of a season for you. I think you got four wins on the year at I-80. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't Just NASCAR you. points. Maybe. Got the Charlie Clark. <laughs> yeah, you got that big one. Yeah. He got the last two Charlie in a row. Clark then. Yeah. Yes, very thankful for that. Were you, were you excited when that came back? I was. I mean, we had about a week to get excited about I, it because Joe announced it like six days before it happened. I mean, I've loved that race ever since I started out in a sport mod. It's, yeah. It's just been awesome to even watch like the modifieds whenever I first started out. And then I was kind of bummed they didn't do the regular uh, 22 and then pit stop yeah. and another 22. But I mean, it was kind of cool this year. And something new. A little modification of it. Yeah. You know, I think your buddy Ryan is the reason why they don't do it like that anymore. Probably. He admitted in one of the uh, interviews, I think it was an interview on here, that uh, on that first 22-lap segment, he knew he didn't have a car. Like, he started a little bit farther back, and he's like, I can't get up to the front, so I'm just going to hang out back here. Yeah. And he ends up getting the invert, stayed on the lead lap, so he started on the pole, and he goes out and wins the other one, and he's like, I won 2200 bucks. Yeah. Because I, I sandbagged the first segment. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next year, Joe changed it. <laughs> yeah, invert so many and draw. Yeah. That was kind of cool. I liked that a lot more rather than inverting the whole field. That kind of got hectic. I was yeah. A, I was a part of that for like one or two years, and it was well, pretty crazy. And that's a, that's a fun part for me. I mean, I'm sure you, the guy who has to pay for the operation and fix the stuff and, 
and go race it. It doesn't really care for that. But as the announcer and as the fan, oh yeah, it's I fun love to watch. seeing the, the, <laughs> the big guys go to the back. Yeah, yeah. It it was it was actually pretty crazy. Like yeah. almost too much. I was glad that he did the invert deal. It made it kind of a little bit easier. I mean, most of the time at I eighty, I mean, the top eight are just right on top of each other. It seems like. Yeah. So I mean, I thought that was a pretty equal deal. What uh, I. I God, it's way too soon to really talk about this, but are you kind of trying to figure out what you're going to do next year if IED isn't running? Our uh, our plan right now is trying to get focused and get ready. I want to do some USMTS racing next year. Yeah. I want to, I'm going to keep my car that I raced the last two years. I you're know. not going to sell it. I know. It's kind of crazy, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep the car I've raced the last two years and do some IMCA racing whenever I want and... I'm going to get another car ready, and I want to do some USMTS racing and get my feet wet in that. You kind of towed around or toyed around a little bit with some super late model stuff. Is that maybe an area you want to get into in a couple of years? To me, uh, yes and no. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work just for me and the guys that I have, especially when I want to race modified too. Yeah. I mean, if somebody would, was willing to put me in a car, then yeah, obviously I'd do it, but on my own, it's just it's just way too much. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It uh, is. I mean, it's ten times more the work than a modified. I mean, have you ever crewed with somebody going around watching them on their late model or anything like that? Oh yeah, I mean, I've been around my dad's late model program and then cousin Andrew, Brian. I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys are all kind of pitted in one little area, so I can imagine you've probably turned a wrench or two. Yeah, I, I went with Bill a couple times whenever I was younger too, and Bill Layton. I don't know. I, you learn a lot just off them guys, and I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of getting to the point where a modified ain't no different. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's all the same, but a little different. Just a little bit. Uh, other big races you were at this year that you're pretty happy with, pretty excited to get the maybe got a win or a good finish. I got I got lucky one night at Stewart. I picked up like twenty five hundred bucks. Nice. Two leaders took each other out, and I was sitting <laughs> sitting third, and I ended up winning twenty five hundred. Um, what else have I won this year? I guess I, it really wasn't as much as what it was last year, but I somehow got like 14 wins this year. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still really just proud of that Charlie Clark win, just knowing how much that race means to my Uncle Steve. And when you got some pretty awesome, uh, a pretty awesome trophy to go with it, too. Oh, yeah. That neon sign. I already got it in my room. It's all hung up. It looks Matt, pretty did good. Did you see Matt Andrews send out the snap like uh, Sunday or Monday? When he won the final sport mod race on Friday, it's already sitting up at his oh, house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it's been there for a year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, the way it's just everything's all decorated perfectly around it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go They're cool. You got to hang them up. Yeah. I, I might go and just uh, wrench for Jordan. I don't know if I'm on a race yet or not. I, I'm really just kind of – I leave for California here in a week or two, or actually just next week I leave for California to go race again out there, and I'm going to – try to get my stuff ready for vegas in november so Any other big- if the weather's nice i haven't looked at the weather to see if it's nice this weekend if it's nice then I'm this weekend it's nice i might i might i might look at yeah, that's what yeah. it's still just monday so yeah, we're the good. 70s on saturday uh, be 20 tomorrow see. morning what else uh you gonna go race the is, is it dome dirt in the dome 
St. Louis Dome, are they doing modifieds this year? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah are you going to go do that? I don't know. I think that's, as far as the modifieds go, that's almost an invitation-only deal. Yeah, I, I got invited, but I don't know if I'm going to go yet. Or, I might just go and wrench or just sit in my basement and watch it. <laughs> if, if, if you haven't been, go. I went in 17, and it's a nice weekend, but once you go, it's It seems like, all right, but it almost just seems too much sit there yeah. and watch a wreck fest all afternoon. <laughs> like doing the Daytona 500. Once you go, you don't have to go again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, let's see. Third track championship, four wins. Uh, planning on going to racing in uh, in uh, November for the Dirt in the Desert. Don't, what is it? Yeah, Dirt Duel in the Desert. desert. Yeah, Duel in the Desert. I think I'd know this stuff more. I just kind of focus right. on my stuff. It's all right. And I don't even focus on that very well. <laughs> looking for a new nickname? Yeah, yeah. Looking for a new nickname. Look for it. I mean, it, We'll take submissions, but it's probably going to be the the Hooterville Hustler. Yeah, I like Was that. your dad the Hooterville Hustler? Yeah, That's why was. you're little? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's time to graduate. I suppose. I mean, three-track championships. Yeah. Do you have more than him? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, did he get one? Did he have one? Yeah, he had one. All right. So you got bragging rights now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All right. And Shane right. was a part of all of it. All of it. <laughs> He's been around since the get-go. <laughs> Uh, Jacob Hopscheidt, uh, make sure to thank all those great sponsors you got. Yeah, first and foremost, I got to thank my parents, obviously, and uh, both sets of grandparents, Shane, Jeannie, Derek, um, Pat Ellis, uh, Tony Koskovich. Pat's a good dude. He is. I like Pat a lot more this he's, year. He's been around since the get-go, too. He always <laughs> helped my dad. And he's been starting to co- He was off the radar there for a little bit, it seemed like, but he came back around here about two years ago and has been really helping me. And, He's there whenever I call I think, him. I think Pat gave me 100 bucks for the Alzheimer's walk. That's good. So, good dude. I yeah. like Pat. And then uh, uh, both, both my uncles, Uncle Joe and Uncle Steve, I obviously, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at without my Uncle Steve especially. He's been a big part of my life, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, um, start with the sponsors, Select Electrical, uh, Cornhusker International Trucks, Wise Racing Enterprises, Todd Van Eaton with Wreckers of Checkers Bar. Denny Fuller with CPD Shocks. NW Transfer, Henry Hopscheid Motors, Trucker CPA. Uh, Justin Bolt with VP Racing Fuels, Dynamic Drive Lines. Um, recovery Room Hot Rod Interiors. And I believe that's about it. Uh, about he really Jordan? did have a memorized Oh, I got to thank. Uh, that guy from Beatrice. I got to thank. Uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> That guy from Beatrice, Storngabowski Racing, GRT Race Cars. Okay. Rick Havenridge and Tiki Time Bar and Grill. That was who was calling me. It was Rick Havenridge. Oh boy. He said we got to get together. He's got to talk financial stuff with me. Oh boy. So I'm gonna need some. You want you to sponsor him now? Yeah. 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 I, after this conversation about the or all the news I've been seeing about the stock market, I'm kind of worried about meeting with him. Anyways, Rick's a good dude. I like Rick a lot. He is. He's always been around and just a good time and a good guy to talk to. Yeah. All right. Anything else? I think that's it for me. Yeah? Got a girlfriend? Dating anybody? Nah. No time for that? No, you ain't got time for that. Yeah, I know. I don't want to be a race car driver. big time race car driver. You yeah. can't be doing that. No. All right. They slow you down. You met my friend Nancy yet? Oh yeah, I yeah. know Nancy real well. All right. <laughs> I forget always forget to invite her to, to me, introduce my girlfriend, so I had, I just make sure I. Nancy's been around racing a while. Nancy says you got to stick with the little. <laughs> she thinks so. 
since he was little. Oh, you've oh, known wait. him since he was little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you notice he's not that much bigger. <laughs> Still kind of, yeah. Yeah. And I get to say that, and I'm not a very big guy, <laughs> height-wise. I've put on a little weight these last few years. Been I'm rough. starting to get there. Right? Since I turned 21, I feel like I See, I thought, I thought you looked beard. like you slimmed up a little bit. Uh, maybe since, like, the last couple of years, yeah. but I, I've been gaining it. I was, like, real skinny last year. and then. Yeah, I got some pills that'll put it on you. <laughs> I don't know about that. Their prescription. <laughs> well, that's not even, that's even less legal. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Hopshide, driver of the 01, sometimes J, the Hooterville Hustler, 2022 IED Speedway track champion, final Charlie Clark Memorial track champion, final track champion at IED Speedway. Hell of a run there. Thank you. Thanks a lot for joining us, bud. Thanks. That's going to do it for us in turn number one. Dirk and I are going to be back in turn number two. We're going to get you set for the weekend of racing to come. Hang tight. Hey, look at that. You're sitting on your couch playing Halo, Madden, or NASCAR while your friends are at Joe's Karting. Each lap is an adrenaline-filled, heart-pumping, white-knuckle experience that you can only get at the Metro's largest indoor karting track. Eco-friendly Honda engines rip you around their professionally designed road course at breakneck speeds. Can you reach the 14-second lap bracket? There's only one way to find out. Put the controller down and get to Joe's Karting, 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs next to Quaker Steak and Lube. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the podcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. A new hard drive from Tailored Computers and Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back but it's gonna run faster, cooler, and the battery's gonna last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch. Rolling into turn number two, presented by Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the front stretch. There is still time to get yourself a ticket for a pallet of bush beer. I was talking to Chris the other day, owner of Quaker Steak and Lube, and well, I don't, I don't think it's anything we should hide. Ticket sales have been a little less than he was expecting. They, they've been a little slow, and he said people are complaining that the tickets are too much. It's $30 a ticket. I don't think that's a lot of money to spend for a chance to win an entire pallet of beer, but, you know, I guess I, I spent 50 bucks and got two tickets. So maybe I'm in the minority. In fact, you know what? If you don't think, if you think that's too much money to spend, don't buy a ticket. That's I'm totally fine with that because that's just going to increase my chances of taking home a pallet of beer. I've got my two tickets. James Rollins has got his two tickets. Do you get your two tickets there? No, they're probably going to come up here on November 6th. All right. You'll get them uh, when we're up there for the uh, Phoenix viewing party the championship day for NASCAR and the Rick Haven Ridge Pickens contest. So a lot going on over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we are not going to be at Quaker Steak and Lube on Monday, the 31st. 
we ended up finding out they've got to uh, shut down for a couple of days because they've got some big renovations they have to do. Uh, I believe they said they were going to be closed the 30th and 31st. Correct. Yeah. Sat- Sunday and Monday. But I mean, we basically decided, you know, so many of these racers got their own kids and stuff. We weren't going to do Halloween anyway. So it yeah. kind of fell into our lap and gives us the perfect excuse. Not to do it. Exactly. Even though um, we weren't going to, because we know you guys like take your kids trick or treating and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we're all about the family. So. Yeah, and, and Sarah and I just got done decorating the house. Uh, we're a little bit late getting that done. Usually we're uh, first of October getting those decorations up, but uh, we waited, and and uh, so we're all ready to go for Halloween. And I really enjoy having the neighborhood kids come by and see all the decorations and see all their their um, their costumes. So that's something I uh, missed last year because I believe it was a Sunday last year, and I was at um, I was uh, bartending that night. So. I missed Halloween last year, so I'm excited to get it this year. So, News and notes uh, that we uh, need to make sure and cover. Shelby County Speedway released a tentative schedule for 2023. They did a Facebook Live video, I believe it was Wednesday night that they did that. They're going to kick the year off with uh, a special on March 31st and April 1st. Then they're going to come back the next weekend with another special, the 7th and 8th. And they're going to have uh, regular season points run April 29th to August 26th. They're going to have a Memorial Day special, a 4th of July weekend special. They're going to be hosting, looks like some sort of event on September 8th and 9th. And they said, yes, that'll be during the Super Nationals. Then the Tiny Lund returns for its 31st year, September 22nd and 23rd. And then they've got another special that they have yet to give details on October 6th and 7th. Uh, it says, please note, this is a all roundy round stuff. We're looking for additional entertainment opportunities, more dates, more variety, more purse money, and new track champions purses, all at the same grandstand pricing. So good to see those guys getting their schedules out early. I know we were talking with uh, Billy Rock from uh, Adams County Speedway on Monday night as he came up and helped us out with some of the interviews that will be playing in November. And he said they're going to start probably working on their schedule over the next couple of weeks. But Shelby County Speedway getting out there early, throwing down their dates and saying we're racing March 31st and April 1st. You want to hold your breath and see if that happens? <laughs> well, I think uh, I think with an uh, I-80 situation and – you know, it's it's not going to be around, so that's one less schedule that they kind of needed to work around. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe they're doing that. First, maybe that March thirty first and April first is their spring meltdown, which was always the dates for I eighty. You know, they're just they're getting theirs out there first. You know, then kind of everybody has to work around what they've already got going. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I, I, you know, in, in those March 31st, April 1st dates, there's a really good chance those aren't going to happen. It, I mean, there could still be snow on the ground and that could be just getting into the wintry or the uh, the rainy parts. Who knows what's going to happen uh, those weekends, but try to have a race. I mean, it's like Beatrice has learned and what I've learned from Beatrice whenever they do their big uh, season opener is if they're able to get it in. I mean, literally, they print money. They have 200. 250 cars in the pits grandstands aren't great, but the pits pay for pretty much everything. They have a good race weekend. 
but if they're not able to get it in, it didn't really cost them much. You still got your advertising and stuff, but I don't think they hit the advertising near as hard mm-hmm. when they get close, you know, and, unless they see a, a fantastic weather type forecast, you know. Yeah, if it's going to be gonna... 75 or 80 that day, then it's worth doing a bunch of advertising to try to get fans to come out. Yeah, you know, but but again, you through your radio work, I mean, we used to have the weatherman come on, you know, the radio show and a couple of years there and give us the uh, the spring and summer outlook, so to speak. And he was usually pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, yeah, you're always, always throwing a risk out there. Like you said, you know, you get into that uh, early April, late March stuff, you could have uh, blizzards, you could have thunderstorms. Again, it might be a deal where if, if a storm comes in early in March, uh, you know, a good, you know, eight, 10 inches of snow or something, they might not even be able to get on the track and work the track right. for, for, you know, to get it in shape. So they might right. have to cancel for that reason. There's just so much that can happen. Yep. But it's, it's good to put there, you know, kind of put it out there, like you were saying that we plan on racing these dates. So any tracks around us, please be kind and, and don't schedule at the top of us, but March 31st, April 1st, and then April 7th and 8th. And they're going to take some weeks off their IMCA regular schedule starts uh, April 29th to August 26th. We'll get Chris, or somebody from Shelby County Speedway on the show, we're probably going to be looking at sometime around the uh, World of Wheels car show that should be going on sometime in March. So we'll be getting that scheduled and uh, get that figured out. But we still got the Adams or the uh, Shelby County Speedway Track Champions. We got to get scheduled too uh, down at Quaker Steak and Lube. Yep. Um, really, there's not a lot of news. You mentioned this ice series. Wait, no, <laughs> it's it's an exhibition race up in the north that NASCAR is doing. Yeah, well, uh, NASCAR on ice. There we go. I mentioned the one last week where uh, I don't remember if it's I want to say it's up in Scandinavia, up in northern Europe. You know, NASCAR mm-hmm. Europe is going to do an ice race exhibition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just a couple or yeah, maybe I just saw it on Monday. And here it is a couple days later. And lo and behold, and I said, coming soon to a lake near you. And uh, here comes what looks like several Xfinity series drivers um, I saw in the ad is huh. that David Starr was in there, you know, and yeah. NASCAR on ice. It looks like Xfinity cars are going to run up on Lake Superior. Um, what was 10 the a.m. on 10 a.m. on January 21st, David Starr, Josh Balicki, Spencer Boyd. I'm going to probably say this one wrong, but Stephen Lecht leaked. And then uh, Natalie Decker is also going to be on there. So, yeah. And I mean, it says Lake Superior. So that's clear up in the, you know, like Green Bay, Wisconsin type, you know, might as well stop over in Canada and, you know, say hi to the Canucks or something while you're up there. This but, is interesting. Uh, this whole page, the link you sent me, I'm kind of clicking around and playing around on the site. You can sponsor a, a driver. So if I want to sponsor Natalie Decker, I can pay $2,000. I get a sponsorship listing on the site with logo. Driver visit to my site. I get a banner on the racetrack, private meeting with the driver, eight tickets to the awards presentation, and 10 free pit passes. Yeah. Well, if you find 10 people to go hang around at a NASCAR race when it's <laughs> 20 below zero, you just go right ahead and you can give mine away. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> give mine away. Yeah. Uh, you can also sponsor just a, a team. Platinum package is five hundred, gold is two fifty, silver is a hundred bucks. I mean, this isn't bad money. I mean, I, I'm not going to do it, but 
because I don't, I don't really see me getting any business out of this, but. Uh, well, yeah, see, that's just it, but it's, it's priced. So the local businesses up there can get involved. Mm-hmm. You know, we ought to talk to the Kroger's about sponsoring David Starr. Two thousand dollars. I bet for two thousand dollars he'd let uh, he'd let him wash their fire suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just had to go there, dude. I you? did. <laughs> and he'd actually, throw that in there. Actually, I saw it from uh, a post that Lori shared. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. Tickets but, go on sale yeah. November twelfth. There is limited tickets available. NASCARonice.com. This just um, reminds me of the Disney on Ice stuff. Well, <laughs> but did you, you when you went on and started talking about the schedule about it opening at ten a.m. and uh, I think the the races were at one, two, and three or twelve, one and two. Yeah, it was like three races, and uh, so I really don't know how they're set, setting all that up, and you know exactly how many cars are going to be there. Uh, you know, what kind of garage area are you going to have out on the ice? You know, I mean, it's there's so many questions, but um, it's nothing new. I mean, they do these kind of snowmobile races and they do other stuff up there. Well, here in, you know, locally, just up at Lake Cunningham back in the day, they used to run motorcycle racing out on the ice up there. You know, I can remember that. I remember John Schwartz did some of it and, you know, a few of the other local guys, but uh yeah, it, uh, it'll be interesting, and I don't remember if they, uh, I think they use sheet metal screws that they put in the tires and stuff. There's all kinds of goofy things they'll be doing, oh. but uh, I don't think it, it, anything, and I mean, they're calling it NASCAR on ice, so I'm hoping, it sounds to me like NASCAR is involved with the whole deal, um, well, exactly what their involvement is, you know, otherwise they're kind of infringing on the word NASCAR. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if they're going to have officials up there and doing the tech work or, you know, to race, they got to be tech. I I don't, you know, they're not staying NASCAR style cars, NASCAR style racing on ice that, you know, they could probably get away with, but yeah, I'm, uh, you know, they're going to have to offer me a very significant compensation package to get me to go hang out at a race when it's 10 or 20 below zero. Uh, the Little Sunset Speedway Turkey Chase, November 25th, 26th, and 27th. Get more information on the Little Sunset Speedway Facebook page. I just saw they posted the full rules and information, and I do believe Advantage Racing TV was working on a deal to be able to broadcast those races. So I think I might actually be able to, uh, I'll pay the money, be able to watch that stuff from uh, from my Barker Lounger and join the races inside and that's always a fun one where a lot of carts go up there and race. And Anthony's got a full three days of, uh, of announcing to do. Yeah. Now uh, um, with this being little sunset now, is this the final little sunset Turkey chase? I would bet. No. Uh, Joe's never mentioned to me if they're going to stop doing the Turkey chase or not, but I would imagine that since this is an annual thing, they'll probably continue to do it. And nothing that they're putting out says final either. So, well, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just looking at it as, you know, it, it would be kind of weird for something in the go kart world uh, to just literally have a one off event. Mm-hmm. Well, you got the Nebraska Kart Shootout, and that's right around New Year's every year. 
that Jody Krug does. Well, yeah, but to see again, that's another promoter, you know, but he's doing it on the, on the backs of everything else that's going on. So. Turkey chase going on once again, what I say, November 25th, 26th, 27th. Correct. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Thanksgiving 24. Um, other than that, Chase Elliott listed as the favorite to win this weekend at Martinsville. He is plus 600. Uh, Danny Hamlin plus 700. Ryan Blaney, 800. Byron, then Logano, Truex, Larson, Bell, Kyle Busch, and Ross Chastain. Now, do you know what that means, Dan? Just We've talked about me. it before, but I, I don't <laughs> remember it off the top of my head. No. Basically, it means if you bet 100 bucks on Chase Elliott, you'll win 600. Now, if it was minus 600, then you'd have to bet 600 to win 100. So at six to one, that's not a real heavy favor by any means. Yeah. Yeah. You Martinsville's know. kind of an interesting one. If you're into the, you know, let's just see what happened things. What'd you say Christopher Bell was? He was over a thousand, I know. Oh, Bell was 1,400. You know, go throw 20 bucks on there, go throw 10 bucks on him. You know, he's got to win to move up. You know, to, to get into the title title run, so um, ten bucks would win you one hundred and forty. That ain't too shabby. Is there any on the news you can think of? I I haven't really seen a lot. I haven't uh, seen a whole bunch on anybody local. I mean, uh, I know Jake Neal's got his USAC deal coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a few guys that are going to be heading out west, but I think that's you know still several weeks away to duels in the desert and that type of stuff. Um, yeah, I haven't seen uh, banquet schedules. Um, I do believe right now Eagles got their haunted house deal going, don't they? Yep, yep. Eagle Hollow Haunts is going on. I believe those uh, are those just Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah, I think they were just on weekends, but obviously so there's another weekend for that yet. Um, I don't know any other tracks doing anything like that. Um, um, I talked to think, Jake Cooper the other day. He's just happy as all get out that he doesn't live on the same road as Vallas Pumpkin Patch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that post from him. <laughs> so, uh, the Eagle is. Raceway Awards Banquet scheduled for Saturday, January 7th at 5 o'clock at the Lancaster Event Center. That usually sells out. So if you want to get involved with that, make sure that you uh, you get your tickets early. Yeah, I, I cannot attend. I saw that uh, Adam Verbka and his uh, girlfriend Heather were able to bring their baby home today or right. yesterday. Let me see exactly what day. Yeah, she posted it three hours uh, prior to recording. So Hudson is finally out of the NICU and headed home for the first time. I think he spent 51 days in NICU. So not too bad for... Uh, for how early he came and uh since you were talking to babies that did remind me of one of uh Bo Rollin Zeitner. Yeah. Popped into the world at about uh 156 a.m. very very early on October 26th. Um mom and baby are doing great according to Pop. So 6 pounds 12 ounces 20 inches long. And an awesome onesie. Awesome onesie. <laughs> Handpicked Hand for Earth by my grandpa in heaven. Ah, awesome onesie. That's great. 
All right. I think that's going to do it for us for the news. Uh, this weekend's racing at Martinsville Sunday at two o'clock uh, Eastern time. So one o'clock central time is when the green flag will wave just slightly after that. Picks are all due by one o'clock on the uh, Pickham's contest for the Rick Haven Ridge Pickham's contest practice on Saturday at 11 o'clock central time. And they're going to qualify at about 1145 central time. So there will be practice and qualifying. And we're uh, looking at three drivers, uh, or excuse me, four drivers will get eliminated. Briscoe is the farthest out, uh, 44 points. Christopher Bell, like you were talking about earlier, he's basically in a win, must-win situation, 33 points out of the cut line. Ryan Blaney is 18 points out, and Denny Hamlin is five points behind. Then it's William Byron, five points above. Chase Elliott, 11 points above. And Ross Chastain, 19 points above. And I don't think we've talked enough about this. Ross Chastain has got a really, really good shot at being in the championship four with track house racing. Who's in their second year of racing. Yeah. That's just outstanding. The, the fact that we're talking about a, a second year team is about to, to make it into the championship four. It's always cute. Cause we'll get like three or four of those mid-tier teams that make it into the playoffs. And then usually they get bounced after the first round. But, I mean, just fantastic job by those guys. And um, that kind of curtails where I was going to go with that was, I think Ross has got a contract through maybe 2023. And we were talking on Tuesday that really Stuart Haas Racing doesn't have a big driver they could go after. And then I'm looking at Ross Chastain thinking, well, they could easily go after Ross Chastain. Whether they get him or not would be a whole different deal, but they could easily go after Ross Chastain, and he's probably one of the hot drivers out there that somebody's going to go after him and make a move and try to steal him from Trackhouse. In all honesty, I don't see it happening. Um, just for the, if, if they were, if Trackhouse was a Ford outfit, I'd say there was a possibility, but Chevy's not going to let him go in either track. You know, they've got to fight through two bank accounts to get him so yeah i don't i don't i just don't see that happening um yeah. but i mean like I, I said that's it's it's somebody they could go after that would give them instant feel like they could he could improve the team and put them back on the winning track like we were talking about on tuesday where harvick and tony did well and it's it's exactly what uh 2311 did going and grabbing tyler reddick mm -hmm. you know another young driver uh that made the playoffs and just had you know, just a crappy first three races and then turn around and won, you know, um, right. but in a very old organization with RCR, you know, the eight is, you know, for another two races anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the interesting part with this race this week, um, you basically, you know, Logano, you don't have to worry about him. Obviously he's going to try and win. Just, you know, it, for one thing, it's a very nice trophy with that grandfather clock. Yeah. But it also makes the other three guys all come in on points. So he is. He's going to go out and try and win. And he's won at Martinsville before. Um, and probably would have had another win if it wasn't for some guy named Kenseth. But I just don't remember what happened there. Kenseth lost his brakes or something. But uh, um, yeah, there I, I are going to be. I believe that was the official statement is that his brakes just went out, right? <laughs> yeah. The official, the official statement that got him a two race suspension. But, uh, <laughs> um, there are going to be all kinds of pit strategies out there. All kinds of them. 
Yeah. Uh, Christopher Bell and Briscoe got to win. They don't care what happens the first two stages. You know, they ain't worried about getting the 10 points or any of that crap. They're going to be making, you know, it'll almost be like a road course race for them. You know, if it's best for them to pit um, three laps before the end of the stage, you know, but but they have to be careful at the same time because at Martinsville, a green flag stop costs you two laps. Right. You know, this race in the in the mental part of it's going to be really interesting really really interesting get your picks in on time for the rick Ridge pickums contest uh big thank you to jacob hobscheid for joining us in turn number one for his uh, modified track championship at iet speedway don't forget he is now the hooterville hustler he's no longer the little hooterville hustler we're starting to make a tradition of this of renaming guys who have got uh small acronyms or small uh measurements as a part of their nickname we got we got rid of little larry robinson he's now big hoss and now we got rid of the little hooterville hustler he's now just the hooterville hustler i don't think he's little anymore well and i never liked little i always liked uh hooterville hustler 2.0 but that one just (laughs) never caught on so all right that's gonna do it for us like i said get your picks in on time for this weekend's race at martinsville once again sunday at one o'clock and we will uh, talk to you guys next tuesday for another edition of the front stretch presented by joe's carding the official watering hole of the front stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings great burgers and amazing steaks each weekday from 4 to 6 is Happy Hour, featuring dollar-off draft and well drinks plus $4 Luberitas. Mondays are Kids Night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you white knuckle racing by the river bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. 